0: He's just being a little butt.
1: (laughs) Which is unusual. How? You're listening to Swept Together, the story of a modern romance between two adventurers at home, at work, and on the road.
0: We're your hosts, Christian and Annabelle. Join us as we explore the world and make our home together, wherever we end up.
1: Because after all, home is...
0: Our our inner inner circle. circle.
1: Hello and welcome to Swept Together episode 74.
0: Yeah, since we've been back in Denver, we have set kind of a new intention for this season of our lives. And we'll talk about that in today's episode.
1: If you need to catch up on past episodes to see how we've gotten to this point, you can listen to our archive. On iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher.
0: If you're listening on iTunes or the podcast app, uh, you can go on your phone and rate us. Uh, if you don't know how to do that, you could go to sweptogether.com slash share the love.
1: One of the things that we did as we were preparing to come home to Denver was we made a summer bucket list of all the things that we're hoping to do and enjoy this season to reconnect with our city and all of our friends here in denver after all of our travels and all the places we've been it's still our favorite city we were both really excited to be back and
0: yeah there's a couple of cities that came close but none that we thought was like any better than denver or better than denver
1: for, yeah, for us specifically and what we were looking for in a city, Denver is just home for us.
0: Right. I don't think it's like a hometown pride kind of thing because Denver is not necessarily our, our hometown. Neither of our hometown, yeah. But I don't know. It seems like home to me. And
1: It's my 10-year anniversary with Colorado this today? year. Oh. No, in August.
0: Oh, in August. Oh, that's good. Yeah. How long has it been for me? When did I get to Colorado?
1: 2002?
0: 2001.
1: Oh, you no, always say 2002. 2002. You're right. No, I, <laughs> it's 2002. So I know you here. better than you know yourself. I know,
0: really. So it's <laughs> 2002, so I've been here in 16. It'll be 16 years. Actually, uh, in July, it'll be 16 years. Because I got here like the middle of July sometime. Nice. And one of the things we missed most while on the road... Was our community, um, you know, driving from place to place every week was fun and exciting, but it can also get pretty lonely because you know we didn't have our friends and our you know normal you know day to day things that we were used to. Um, so unless we were very intentional about you know like going to see our family specifically that you know lived in other places. Um, so one of the first things we wanted to do once we were settled into a stationary home, um, was to throw kind of a big party for all our friends that we missed so much. We left and we threw a big party. And so I think it's just fitting that when we come back, that we throw another big party. Basically, we just party.
1: Every day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's not going to happen for another month or so. So even before we throw this big party... To reconnect with our Denver friends, we've already kind of jumped back in uh, full force into our social lives here in Denver.
0: Right. Um, you know, we did, um, like I did a photo shoot with my friend Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, you did. For, well, for his website. <laughs> yeah. He needed some models for his website. So um, I can, uh, we'll share the link to his website so you could see me in Jimmy's swag.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we've done uh, several networking events and some co-working and just a whole assortment of hangs with friends, which has been really nice to see everyone.
0: Right, and even did a Denver Rescue Mission volunteer day yesterday with uh, like half a dozen of our friends. So, you know, getting back into the swing of things that... And we
1: Our community, yay! Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: we also talked about freshening up our Denver guide for our Airbnb. We realized this weekend that it's been like over a year, almost a year and a half since we actually put that guide together. Yeah. So it's probably pretty stale. <laughs> and based on just the amount of things that have come up, like the new things that are in and around Denver now that we don't even know about, like we it's like just random new stuff that crazy. Popped
1: up. How much has changed in the last thirteen months since we've been gone?
0: Right. So we probably want to freshen up that up. But you know, the fun thing about doing that is we'll get to go and experience all those new cool things. Every and t- then, <laughs> so that we can give our recommendations.
1: Yes. Aside, every time I say "since we've been gone," I hear Kelly Clarkson. This is- in my head. <laughs> um, except I can't breathe because now we're at altitude and I can no longer function. But, you know, it's fine. I know. Uh, and well, I'm
0: like still super sore from working out the other day. <laughs> I did a workout the other day after not having worked out for the entire time that we were gone because I hate running and I can't, I don't want to do it. I just don't. And, you know. It's hard to do like push-ups and sit in a in an RV because then it shakes the whole RV. Yeah, can't do jumping jacks or burpees or anything. Yeah, um, we c- I could probably
1: count on one, maybe two hands the times that we exercised.
0: Well, you exercised a lot yoga, more. Yeah. You did a lo- like you were very good at doing yoga inside for you know a, um, a pretty st- steady amount of time. Yeah, I think you did way more than I did (laughs) in terms of exercising. You were pretty good about that, but I wasn't, and I was—I'm like a big lump now, (laughs) and I'm super sore.
1: We'll we'll figure it out.
0: I haven't even done any cardio, so I don't even know how you know out of shape I'm gonna feel once I start doing some amount of cardio. I know I I said I didn't, didn't like running, but. I mean, I could do, like, stairs and stuff. That seems fun. Or, like, biking.
1: Yeah. We're right by bike. That's better. Bike trails. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it just, uh, lots has changed. New. There's, like, new buildings in the Denver skyline
0: that that we didn't didn't recognize.
1: (laughs) We were like, wait, (laughs) where did that thing come from?
0: Yeah, we were driving down the 25, which is one of the three main really two main yeah. freeways there's another freeway but it's kind of like a lesser freeway in denver and the 25 goes north and south and it goes right by downtown and then we were looking as we were driving we were like what building is that
1: because
0: <laughs> we neither of us had recognized it and we knew it was getting built you know it had taken maybe a year and a half or two years to build this building but we had never seen it Completed or had not noticed it until just yesterday. Was it yeah. yesterday? Yeah. We were driving in and we noticed it and we were like, what the heck is that? <laughs> so it's a cool looking building, but yeah. it's definitely changed the skyline a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. And one of the networking events that I went to, um, one of the co hosts was the Denver graffiti tour. And they were talking about how the art on the walls you know it changes like every couple months sometimes and so there's just like a lot of growth happening in denver and a lot of new things some of my old haunts that i used to go to all the time are now closed there's new things like it's it's crazy
0: that's cool that they do the art tour because that kind of reminds me of what do we we went to winwood yeah in miami Wynwood is, I think we talked about this um, when we were in Miami and um, we had looked at or went to a, a graffiti art tour there as well this yeah. past March. Yeah. And that was fun.
1: It was super cool.
0: I'm sure it's not going to be the exact same kind of thing here in Denver. The, the graffiti art scene is not as strong as, as in Miami, but...
1: It's getting there.
0: The street art is pretty cool in Denver. Yeah. We have a street art mural like right outside our window right now.
1: We do. And there that's... were some people doing a photo shoot there today. Yeah. With their lowrider.
0: With their lowrider. Hitting the switches.
1: <laughs>
0: for the bit in their mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <So> anyway. <laughs> um, but basically our like what we decided that our theme for this next season of our lives would be was community
0: right forever long that is we're going to focus on our community
1: yeah um and we've really come to realize as we've traveled over the last 13 months how important um really essential that community is to us
0: yeah being on the road like i said it was fun um in its own kind of way because we got to see new things all the time and there was just like so many things to see and do around the country that we'd never experienced before. And we got to see and visit friends and family that we had not seen in years or you even had never met them. Right. Like my my cousins up in um, Northern California, mm-hmm. for example, you had met them. And I had met some of your friends that you knew and some of your family, like when we were in uh, Minneapolis. Yeah. And... I mean, I've met some of your cousins before when we went to San Antonio, but I met them before, but some some of them I didn't meet. I hadn't met yet.
1: Right. So there were a lot of good things and the RV community is amazing. Like everybody's very friendly and supportive and that's great because living on the road is so different in many ways than living in a normal house that it's nice to have people who get it um but internet friends is not quite the same as like having your people um you know around your table week to week
0: yeah and we did a little bit of digging and kind of you know wanted to see like what the science was behind this and we actually found a um like a, an article not an article a some a publish, a publishing in a journal um in a scientific journal by an evolutionary anthropologist named Robin Dunbar. And I guess there's a number. It's called Dunbar's number. Did you know that?
1: Interesting. That has a nice ring to it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Dunbar's number. And what's funny is there isn't an an actual number um, associated with Dunbar's number, which is funny to me because it's called Dunbar's number, but there's not an actual like single discrete number. Oh. It's not like, you know
1: dunbar's numerical range
0: right it's a it's a range yeah it's like 100 to 200 so then they say an average of 150 so like if you hear dunbar's number it's usually referred to as 150 but really um uh it's like 100 to 200 what what this is is like he uh studied humans throughout the uh, our our modern history basically like modern humans he found that there was a correlation between the size of our brain and how well we can maintain um, like interpersonal relationships with Mm. people. And it found that because the size of our brains, we really can, we we can like max out at like about 200. And anything above that is not really, um, you know, you can't really get any closer to that many people. Like we have a bunch of Facebook friends, of course, you know, hundreds of Facebook friends. But if you really think about it, like who do you actually talk to on a regular, you know, kind of basis? Yeah. With any real regularity, or who can you call on if you're in trouble or whatever? That's probably less than the the hundreds of people that you're friends with. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So that's the biological kind of constraint hmm. on social circles. So somewhere between a hundred to two hundred, and if you think about it. It's kind of, you know, it makes sense, you know, we used to, you know, be in groups or tribes of people and you really can't get any bigger than like one or 200 people because then it just became, becomes kind of chaotic and then it requires, you know, kind of like a government and a formalized something, something that, like what we have now, you know, like modern.
1: Yeah. Modern formalized something, something. Right. (laughs)
0: But what this does is, you know, if you have a strong community, um, then it can also support your relationship, like your, your marriage relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my parents have this small group that they, they do that are uh, specific to um, their marriage. Um, and they, they do it like every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually lead it now. They've been leading it for a few years, but they, I think that really has brought them together a lot closer than when I was growing up with them, I think. And so I think it's, you know, a really cool way to keep, keep your own relationship intact.
1: Yeah. There's something like really important about, um, knowing that you're not alone and i think like i mean everybody goes through stuff in life or in your relationship and having that inner circle of people you can you know call on when you're when you're experiencing hardship
0: yeah you know like when when we got married right so um i remember right (laughs) so remember that time that we got married I remember and then our officiant Gerard um, and Jesse were there our good friends Gerard and Jesse and you can listen to that episode we interviewed them because they have a podcast too called marriage is funny yeah they're the best on that show where we interviewed them um, you will remember if you have heard it that we asked them to you know come to our wedding and for Gerard to be an officiant, to the, be the officiant of our wedding, because he's like formalized or something. He's got a <laughs> he's n- license, something, something officiant.
1: Too, too legit, to
0: not like an internet, yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> not like internet he went to documented. school for it, yeah. kind of thing. So anyway, he went to divinity school. Is that what it's called?
1: That sounds right.
0: Yeah. So anyway, I remember him when he said. um or at the end of our our uh, ceremony and at the end of the night, I think, before they left, you know, Gerard pulled me aside and then he was like, yeah, you know, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, now you're in and, you know, you're part of our circle. And if you guys have any, if you, if you ever need anything from us, if we can support you in any way, you know, through your marriage and your relationship, like you call on us. And I, I feel like, you know, Gerard and Jesse are people that we can call on Yeah, we have have any marriage questions or, <laughs> you know, advice that we need to get from somebody. Right. You know, I mean, of course, because they have a podcast about marriage too. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, just <laughs> but on, other a, than on that, a friend too, They're still level, yeah. good friends and, you know, we hang out with them anytime. But that's, a, that's the same kind of um, idea is you know, people in your community can support you or that's what you can, you can count on your yeah. inner circle of friends.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, we're designed clearly we're designed to, to operate that way. Yeah. Right. To have those social relationships and, um, you know, outside so, of Facebook, right. <laughs> in, in real life, in real life, IRL, <laughs> IRL. Um, Yeah, at one of the networking events I went to last week, I was talking to my friend Stephanie, and we were just kind of commenting about how, like, when we were kids, um, friendships kind of happened almost automatically because, you know, you'd have kids in your class or in some sort of extracurricular activity, um you'd be seeing the same kids on the playground every day because that was just how school worked and you all
0: remember how school worked yeah
1: um but like it just it happened really naturally you know and so there was almost like this transition point where
0: it's kind of a built-in social right network
1: even through college it was like oh well you know like if I'm gonna be friends with this person, like it's gonna, ha- it it'll just happen, kind of like naturally. And right, you that, didn't really
0: have to try, right? In college or in in high school, yeah.
1: I mean, you had to like show up to stuff, but it well, yeah, was, right. It was like more automatic. Sure. Yeah. And now, as adults, you really have to. Everybody's got their own lives; they've got their own things going on, and you like really. Adult friendships take work.
0: Yeah, um, especially even even like even at work, you can't really. It's not necessarily like always a thing that you can do to make friends at work with work people, right? Because sometimes a lot of people like to, you know, separate their personal versus work life. Right. You know,
1: depends on like your office environment. When and- you were at an office,
0: that you have friends at the office that you that you actually made friends with
1: um you know what I
0: mean Be- and became actual real friends like outside of work. outside of work right not just because you were good coworkers or they were nice at work or whatever good to work with but somebody you actually would want to you know hang out with
1: um I mean I got along really well with my coworkers and I enjoyed spending time with them but I think I'm one of those people who kind of had like the I have my work life and I have my home life kind of thing. So I didn't really make too many outside of work connections at my work. Yeah. Most of the friends I made from Colorado when I moved to Colorado were through either like the church I attended um, or the classes I was taking. And yeah. so, but you know, now that I'm I'm not in school, I work from home. You know, like I really have to put in conscious effort to text or call or make plans with my friends. Um, There's this hilarious like Internet video that it's like hilarious because it's like too real, but it's it's two people run into each other on the street and they're like oh man like how are you I haven't seen you in forever we should totally hang out and then the person's like okay cool like what are you doing next week and then they're like oh next week I've got this thing but like how about in June and that person's like oh well in June like I'm getting a promotion so I'm gonna be really busy with work how about like next year. And then the person's like, Oh, well, next year, like my husband and I are going to try having kids. And so we're probably going to be like really busy. And (laughs) so then they like make plans for like five years from, from the time that they just ran into each other, you know, but it's just kind of, we all get busy with stuff. And I'm learning that I can't use that as an excuse to not communicate with the people in my life because i hang out right. or hang out with them yeah like you
0: kind of have to prioritize those relationships
1: yeah and especially as an introvert i have to work i feel like i have to work extra hard um to do that but it's worth it
0: so what are we going to do this year like what is on our docket what are we prioritizing like we did we talked about doing like a friend's camping trip mm-hmm. so that's fun because we like camping obviously and we have a lot of fun we had a lot of fun with all of our friends you know when we went to um albert you know the, our on our one of our first yeah dates
1: and when we hiked quandary too and quandary that was like episode five of the podcast or something like that yeah one of the early episodes
0: Right. Into in uh at, at the super secret campsite. Yeah. That we're not gonna reveal to anyone. <laughs> it's going if, to our grave. And if all of our friends are listening right now don't reveal it to anybody. <laughs> Just leave that. Just keep um, it down on a DL, guys.
1: Yeah. Colorado has a lot of cool stuff going on in the summertime. Um film on the rocks.
0: Yeah, that's it's always like, a fun thing. It's like thing. an
1: outdoor movie event at Red Rocks amphitheater. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things going on and I think we're really, I mean, I just get super energized by these really long sunny days. So I'm amped. Yeah.
0: It was like still sunny at almost nine o'clock today. And it's going to be even more, it's going to be the longest day in like two weeks Yep, or less than two weeks. Right. It's the 20th, 21st,
1: 21st. 21st maybe
0: 21st so all that to say this year or this season of our lives we're going to focus on our community our tribe our group of friends that um that we missed throughout the the 13 months that we were gone so stick around friends (laughs) thanks for
1: thanks for still liking us when we came home (laughs)
0: Speaking of liking us, what uh did you like about loving me today?
1: <laughs> that was such a smooth segue. I didn't even notice it happening. What
0: made you feel loved today?
1: Oh my goodness. Um It made me feel really loved this morning when we um, just kind of like slept in and had a really like chill morning. And then we walked to Starbucks and just like sat with our computers and planned out the podcast episode. And I just thought that that was a really like, it was a really chill morning and I enjoyed spending that time with you. You're welcome, babe. What made you feel loved today?
0: Mm, I think what made me feel loved was oh, we were just driving to our storage unit to get some stuff and I don't know, it just made me feel like when we were driving and we were doing this kind of chore, but because I was with you, I didn't really mind. And just driving on that road to the storage unit, just, you know... I was kind of like, yeah, we're doing this storage thing, and it's kind of a hassle because who likes moving stuff around, but I just felt, you know, that it was fun because it was with you, and I didn't really mind, so, and that just made me feel loved because you were there doing this chore with me, (laughs) (laughs) that's what made me feel loved. Love you, babe. I love you, too. What about you guys? What made you feel loved today? Are you going to make us feel loved and hang out this (laughs) summer?
1: (laughs) Are you here in Denver?
0: Let us know. (laughs) Be part of our tribe. (laughs)
1: Uh, You can find show notes for today's episode, including links for everything that we've mentioned at sweptogether.com slash episode 74. And don't forget, if you have any uh, questions for us, we are hard at work on that faq episode so leave us comment with your question or reach out to us on social media Yep,
0: yeah, we're everywhere at swept together and remember to rate us on itunes
1: you guys are the best we are so thankful that you have been following along on this journey that you're part of our internet community and um until next time yeah love you guys love you guys
0: if you're listening on the it the itunes if you're listening on itunes or podcast app damn it (laughs) why am i messing this up so badly (laughs) damn
1: it (laughs) cat Podcasting equipment just makes him so hungry.